0: Are you a straight shooter and think that telling stories in your business isn't necessary? Today, I'm gonna tell you about how I almost got arrested on the way back from horseback riding. Welcome to the Business Choreography podcast. So we're tired, we're exhausted. My buddy and I were dirty, we were muddy. It was a mess. We we're in this old beat-up Mustang and we're and it's getting dark. Like the 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 do- or the dusk is settling. The lights are going down. We're on this old old freeway. And all of a sudden, my buddy says, "Look, there's a police car following us." I'm like, "Are you kidding?" He's, I'm like, "Are you sure he's following us?" He's like, "Yeah, I've switched lanes a couple of times just to check, and he keeps switching and getting closer and pulling off, and getting closer and pulling off." And as we, it, no sooner did we recognize that than we were getting, uh, we were finally getting back into some civilization area, right where there were pull-offs. And so uh, there was an exit coming up on the right and it was just a highway, not a freeway. And so there were periodic exits and the cop flips his lights on. And so we try to pull over, but the exit that we pulled over on didn't have, there was no off ramp. There was no, or no, there was no like shoulder or anything like that. So John pulls off and there's like nowhere to stop, right? It's just like a single tight lane. So there's a grocery uh, parking lot on the left, this uh, old building, right? So we pull into there and all of a sudden, you know, we pull over into the parking lot and kind of stop and And the cop pulls over and behind us and, and instantly on the bullhorn, step out of your car, put your hands up. And we're like freaking out, thinking, what in the world? And then, no, I mean, it wasn't more than maybe a minute later. And and so we're thinking, okay. And they're like, step out of your car slowly and keep your hands where we can see them. And all this stuff, right? Like this bullhorn, lights blaring, and it was getting dark. So they had the floodlight on us. And like four other police cars flew into the parking lot. They're surrounding us. And we are freaking out right like we were just we didn't do anything but we we were tired muddy we were a mess and we smelled horrible and so now we're trying to slowly step out of the car because they've got you know guns drawn and the floodlights on us you know there's probably six or seven cop cars there now i tell you that so that i can tell you this Are you one of those business owners that thinks, well, I don't need story to to sell my thing? There's no reason to. I don't need story in my business. Let's just get to business. Let's just get to the thing. I want to just get to the point. I'm a straight shooter, Michael. Well, listen. Did I have you? Did I have you captivated in the story? Do you need to know what happens? What's the moral to the story? What's going on with this story? all these things it's human nature and it has been proven over and over and over again and you know it and I can I can point out endless examples that story sells story sells better than walking up to somebody and saying buy my thing you do that and you might have some takers you might have a percentage of people that will just say yes but you are missing out on the actual full benefit of telling a story that can actually help your cause. And there are so many great reasons for it. So I'm going to list three specific reasons for it and let you see what you hear about it. Okay? We'll let you decide. So number one, why you have to tell stories, to sell your stuff, to sell your brand, to sell your employees, to sell your people, Number one, humans are wired. They're hardwired for story. Why? Because we had story. We were telling stories to each other at the beginning of our evolution as humans because we didn't have language. So we were telling stories through charades around the campfire and talking, you know, showing it through dance. Dance was one of the earliest form of stories that you could tell. We are hardwired for stories. We are hardwired to pay attention, to learn the moral of the story. We tell stories on a daily basis to others to get our point across, to share our experience, to induce emotion, to bring back uh, empathy. We tell stories for so many reasons. We are so hardwired for it. But here's the kicker. We are not only good at doing it to others. Maybe you haven't practiced this skill, but we tell stories to ourselves. In fact, you tell stories to yourself all the time. And right now you are telling a story to yourself about this story and about what I'm teaching you. And you're telling yourself a story as to why you need it, why you don't need it, why you've heard this before, how it's pertinent to you, how it's not pertinent, how it's going to affect your life, how it's not going to affect your life. You are telling all those stories in your head right now. And sometimes we think that we have to tell really complex Lord of the Rings, Star Wars type stories. But sometimes the third grade stories, the simplistic story, the easy story that's kind of like another story, those stories are sometimes the most valuable because they're quick and potent and they allow for the next thing. Number two, humans like entertainment. And here's here's the thing. We have two primary functions. The second one, a lot of people don't get to. You have to evaluate this for yourself. One, stay alive. We are hardwired to stay alive in all situations and in some really strange turn of events. We will do things that are weird as humans just to stay alive because we are hardwired for it. Number two, we actually want to find fulfillment. And we're built for that. If we're safe, we want to feel fulfilled. And we seek it and search it out. And when people stop seeking it and when people stop searching it out, they can feel the difference they can feel that there's something else calling to them they can feel that they need more than just to stay alive because staying alive is not enough so because of those two things we are hardwired hardwired to stay alive and number 2 hardwired to find fulfillment well what is fulfillment in many instances human thinks humans think that fulfillment is entertainment and whether that's true or not well you get to decide But fulfillment happens in a lot of different ways for a lot of different people and a lot of different beliefs about it. But entertainment is most definitely on the list of fulfillment because we think by being entertained, we will be fulfilled. So think about that. okay? And we're talking here again about why stories are so useful, so powerful, so uh, engaging, and why they will work for your business no matter what you sell. And then number three, so we talked about two things. Number three, stories allow people to draw their own conclusions, to draw their own meaning out of what was told. They get to actually pull that out and say, okay, this is what that means to me. But if I sit here and I tell you this is what this means, your natural response to that will always be, Eh, No, it doesn't. It could also mean this, or it could also mean that. We have this other built-in process inside of our minds to be contrarians. And sometimes you don't let that inner contrarian out. So sometimes somebody will say, this means that, and you think to yourself, does it really? And then you'll evaluate it. And if it does, you go, oh yeah, I guess it does. Some people Just actually speak it faster than others. That contrary, and you know, you have a buddy, you have a friend that's just naturally, they just let it slip right out of their mouth. You say something, they have to counter it. They have to say the opposite of it instantly. They don't think, there is no filter, they just say the opposite is true, and then they determine whether it is or not. Now, here's the thing. Those are three things, right? We're hardwired for stories. Humans like entertainment. And number three, stories allow for people to actually create their own meaning. So why is that powerful for you? Well, when you're selling something, any of your goods, services, whatever it is, even if it's selling your mission to your employees, people come and talk to me about company culture. And, you know, I've had a ton of experience creating company culture. And in order to do that, you have to tell stories. You cannot take, and maybe you've tried this, you can't take that mission statement and just post it on the wall and hope that that's going to create the company culture. No, you need the story behind it because when there's a story behind it, now the employee, the team member can come and say, that's what that story means to me. And that's why I'm going to back the mission of the company. This is huge. This is so important. So story is so important and your ability to tell stories is incredibly valuable when it comes to internally and externally. If you could if you're selling a widget and you just go here buy the widget, well, you could also tell the story behind the widget and now the widget has more value. Not only because you gave it meaning, but because if you tell the story well, they can give it meaning. And all of a sudden, you've got something really powerful. Okay, so you have a lot of open loops about the story that I told you. Where was I coming from? Why were we muddy in a mess? Why did the cops pull us over? What happened to us next? Did I go to jail? All of those things, they come into play. And then when all is said and done, you go, why are you telling me that story? Why does it matter? Well, first of all, it's entertaining and there's some funniness to it, right? And there's some moral to the story. There's a lot of things that go on in it. We were coming back from a horseback riding trip. I used to ride horses and get paid for it. It was a lovely gig for a random time of my life. And yes, I have that skill. And my buddy was with me, he had just moved from Idaho, but we were in New Jersey. So he had Idaho plates. And so we had just come back after another story, which I'll have to tell you about another time, where we got our horses stuck into mud all the way up until their necks. And we had to dig them. We literally had to freak out and dig them out because we were afraid a helicopter was going to have to come pull them out. So we were covered in mud. We were a mess. So when we stepped out of that car, when they were on the bullhorn going, step out of the car, when we stepped out of that car, we looked like we had been in some kind of trouble. Now that engagement lasted for probably 2-3 hours. My wife was freaking out, "Where are you?" Uh you know, we were freaking out cuz we thought for some reason we were going to go to jail, which is a funny thing to think cuz we did nothing wrong. We weren't speeding, nothing. And we couldn't get him to tell us what the problem was. Turned out when it was all said and done, they were laughing about it because they had pulled it all in. They thought the car was stolen from Idaho and they literally just pulled us over because of the plates. And they had practically an entire squad of police there to try to, you know, keep us wrangled in. The thing was, we, it was escalated along the way, and they had to open the trunk. Well, my buddy kept all of his tools in his trunk for fixing his car. He had you know thousands and thousands of dollars of fancy tools in the trunk so then they had to search that and see that those were actually his and that he wasn't stealing them he wasn't a thief in the meantime we are freaking out it was so scary and when it was all said and done everything turned out all right turns out they were just concerned that the car was stolen and After us freaking out, they tried to laugh it off and and kind of blow it off with us and just kind of go, hey, you know, that was funny. We're sorry about that. And, And it was cool and we were good. But boy, were we scared out of our mind when it was all said and done we just had to laugh because all of those things came together in a perfect storm to be able to go through that experience. And you know what? It taught me a lot of things. One of the things that I remember and and still hold to this day is that just because you get pulled over, doesn't mean you did anything wrong. They're just trying to do their job. And that's the meaning that I gave it. You could come up with your own meaning. You could come up with what that means to you. But as I, as I rewind that and put that back together again for you. Stories are so important. I wasn't trying to sell you anything other than maybe I was trying to sell you on the power of a story and keeping you engaged and keeping you listening to hear what the moral of the story was. And the moral of the story is you need to use stories to tell stories and to tell stories, to be able to sell your thing, to be able to sell your mission to your company, to be able to get other uh, entrepreneurs on board, to get JV partners to come in and believe in your cause and your thing and how you're serving the world you need stories. You need stories in your business. You can't underestimate the power of a great story and how it can actually help you in your business today. Guys, I hope this has helped. And I hope you understand that the, the power of choreographing those stories throughout your business is so, so important. That power of, of a story to be able to sell your stuff, your thing, and the thing that's most important that you're trying to get together, that's such a big deal. So before I leave you, let me just remind you, keep working on choreographing your business. We'll see you guys on the next episode.
1: The choreography your business is running can determine whether you can grow and scale to the next level.
0: It's so easy just to take business day by day, but that can leave you putting out fires and keep you from growing.
1: Find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact.
0: Schedule a growth strategy analysis call with us today.
1: Go to bizchoreo.com to book your time.